Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Of Matt Manley's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Manley. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. Down the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Sure is. I was distracted because I got a tweet saying, Hey, I'm on day two of the Cray Ray diet from Penn's book. Uh, I'm having a really I'm having a hard time. So I tweeted, quit. <laughs> there, there you, you go. go. That's easy. That's easy peasy. It's a simple fix. Don't lose weight that way then. It's a simple fix. Yeah, there Find you go. another way. There's no one single bullet. Um, everybody's different. Everybody's different, and I'm not your weight loss coach, so there you go. <laughs> um, I encourage people who are on it, if you say, like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'll say, stick with it, way to go, keep at it, you're a rock. But if you're like, I want to quit, fuck, good, see you later. Yeah, it's hard. Let's see, I um, uh, we finally have our scoop bags for sale. Yeah, good. The old scoop fest. Took me about... Like, an abnormal amount of time you think it would take to make that to make that thing happen. So I'm trying to learn all the stuff. Uh, right. All, we we got all these new fancy fancy wancy hardware and soft, all this stuff. The software packages. Uh, we got Infusionsoft and Lead Pages and how to get it all hooked up into a proper uh, funnel, We're as they call it. Moving into the future, kicking and screaming. And then we work with a with a team out there on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they're in Ohio. I think that's East Coast time. Uh, they're not quite. Oh, they're in uh, Central? I think that's Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Central time. And uh, I work off hours because I have kids. Mm-hmm. And right. I could do this shit in the house. If you were at my house, let me say, if I came to my house as a kid, we're not rich, but I would think we were rich. Okay. Because the amount of toys that my kids have gotten on their birthdays, right? Like my kids have just been like because we were in two casts, two full yep. company casts when we had these birthday parties and theater people would just show up to parties, right? Right. Yeah. Jacob has no kids. He was at my kid's birthday party. He mm-hmm. gave him a bunch of cars. Yeah. You know, we just have a shitload superhero of stuff. cars. Superhero. He loves those. I I saw those. I was like, oh, I like these. Yeah, yeah. He loves those. Um, and uh, uh, and then we we are friends with rich people who have kids who are older, and so we actually have. Both in the backyard and in our garage, we have drivable uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which makes us look very rich. I like the power wheels. Yeah, the power wheels. Nice power wheels. Yeah, we have have two. One's a Mercedes. (laughs) Um, Those are awesome. That was given to us by some rich folks. Right. Their kids are Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, Their kids are now driving an actual Mercedes. And so you'd think my kids would be able to occupy themselves indoors so I could work on stuff during the daytime hours. One would think. But they don't. Mm-hmm. So they have to, no matter what, the array of toys. We have an embarrassing amount of toys in the garage, in the backyard, and in the fucking playroom. We have a fucking playroom. Sure. I didn't have one of those when I was a fucking kid. Too many kids. When I was a kid, we had the woods. Yeah. That woods. was our playroom. That's the truth. Well, that's it, right? That's the thing. So, so the... Oh, I'm saying that like I'm a crotchety old man, but that's I, true. I live, you know, like, so, like, in it, like... Not five minutes can go by if I'm trying to if I'm trying to do something, where my kids don't want to play with the exact same toy. And I always I do this like frustrated parent talk of like, 
Look around. All these things. Of all these things around us right now, there's only one thing you both want to play with at the same time right now. Yeah. You know, and I'm yelling at a three-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. I mean, one doesn't even understand English. Sure. And the other one barely does. And by yelling, I mean hitting. Yeah. Um, and so the only place that, that they can go, uh, the only place that they will occupy themselves in peace is our front yard, which is on a thoroughfare. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I can't go work on anything out there. But like the backyard, they won't even do it. Like I'm like, let's go in the backyard. Where yeah. I can still work on sit down with my thing. No. They're, they're confined to a space. And they just know it. The only thing that calms my children down is the possibility of being run over by a car. That's the only thing that makes them relax. Now, is it is it that they want to be up there for some particular reason? Like, Because uh, your oldest has friends in the neighborhood. Sure. Does he want to be out there so that like he might possibly see one of his friends oh, coming out of their house, maybe? That's possible. I can tell you all they do is grab something. Okay. A bike or scooter or something. And try to get into traffic as soon as possible. Right. That's what happens. I get if I get one one of their shoes on before the other, the one that escapes into the garage will be into traffic as right. fast as possible. I've, I've seen this happen. Yeah, they just want to get in traffic. Yeah, that's all they want. That, I, that, I have seen your kids jump onto a scooter at the top of the driveway, yeah. which is sloped. Yeah, and just push off. Yeah. and go down the slope into the street. That's all they want. It's the it's the only. I swear they scream and grab each other. Every other place in the house but near traffic. That is where they're both are totally self-sufficient, yep. really loving life, just smiles ear to ear. Where can I go where I might die? And daddy has to be uh, totally obligated and cannot possibly even like look at his phone without worrying about traffic. Both of your kids are destined to be uh, meter, meter men? Meter Me- men? Metermen. Sure, metermen. This, yeah. this summer, the metermen are back. Ugh. That's annoying. Rough. That's the same way with dogs. Yeah, dogs love traffic. Dogs, yeah. My dogs are nuts. Your dogs are probably smarter than my kids at this point, I imagine. Maybe for another month or two. Yeah. Maybe. They got it. Maybe. Pirate's pretty smart. Yeah. Pirate's a manipulator. I don't know. Matt's uh, Matt's youngest especially seems pretty slow. So maybe, he is, maybe for a couple of months. He's a knuckle-dragging ogre, <laughs> the youngest one. Gizzy's crazy. He is just... He's going to be starting fire by rock for the oh. rest of his life. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Did we talk about, I don't think we talked about your son's birthday party on the show. Did we mention that? Oh, did that? we not mention the old Chuck E. Cheese extravaganza? Charles Edward Cheese's House of Fromagerie. How did it go? Tomato pies. Uh, it was it was interesting. I'd never been to a Chuck E. Cheese before, they, which was a good half of the, re- that was at least 50% of the, of the reason. I was like, all right, I'm going to this birthday party. It's a palace. I got to go see Chuck E. Cheese. And it's been all upgraded, you know? Oh, yeah. Because they, they went to the, the game cards, so now all the videos are new. and the. I was standing around with a couple of the Jersey Boys guys in the, uh, in the video game area. Yeah, yeah. And watching the kids, because it's not even the swipe cards. No. They just take these cards and they tap it. It's a tap system. And it's yeah. done. Yeah. And they were like, the, the the parents are like, this is the most fucked up thing in the world. Yeah. Because they have, you know, a two-year-old that has one of these tap cards, and she's just going around and, like, tapping tapping something. And, and she can walk away. Walking away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Play, yeah. They're just throwing like money the game, the game yeah. starts, and the kid the kid either doesn't know how to play it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, one of, one and of the kids... you have no idea how much they're spending. That's At least with the coins, they know how to play. Exactly. You're in charge of the pace of which they play. Yeah. Like, here are five tokens. Go. Those cards aren't go pre- pre-charged. They charge them after? No, they're charge pre-charged. Them, you pre-charge them ahead okay. of time, but like the rate of which they're going, sure, they burn the them fast. You yeah. have no clue. Yeah. So one one of the kids, uh, Max, who's yeah. the the son of one of the Jersey Boys guys. Yeah. Uh, 
we were standing there with him while he was playing skee ball. Now he's a little bit older. Yeah, he's uh, six or so, I think. Yeah, some, somewhere in that neighborhood. And so dad is standing there telling him how to play skee ball. He picks up the first skee ball, throws it up the throws it up the ramp right into the ten thousand point cup. Jesus! And we all went, oh, well, we're done telling you how to play skee ball. Yeah. He oh, yeah. proceeded to hit like he he didn't just have one lucky shot. No, he no. hit like the the five thousand one. He hit the five hundreds. All this stuff. I've been around him in skee ball. He is uh, he... the first his first time playing skee ball. I believe he obliterated my lifetime skee ball record. Sure. Uh, but then a few minutes later, one of the other Jersey Boys children, one of the, uh, Travis Travis and Jen's youngest, yeah, yeah, uh, the son, he's walking by. He's probably two or so. Yeah, he's he's walking along, and there's this other girl who is not part of the party. She's yeah. also playing skee ball. She winds up like Greg Maddox to throw this <laughs> skee ball up the ramp, and on her backswing. <laughs> Punches this little this two year old in the face with a ski ball. Yeah, and down he goes. Yeah, those ski balls are rarely ever where they're supposed to be. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. They are about. It's basically like a like a like Spy Hunter. You know, you like you release the, oh. the, the the balls to like trip people up. I mean, it's just it's just a Home Alone action sequence waiting to happen. It's, of it's adults slipping on it. It is vicious. It's it vicious. is horrific. And oh. then I just sat there going like. This is a terrible game to have around children. So when you call, when you call Charles Edward Cheeses and ask for a birthday party, first of all, you can't get him on the phone. You'll deal with somebody. You'll deal with an assistant. You're not gonna deal, deal with, with Charles. Charles will not get on the phone. Oh, with he's he's high roading you. Chuck doesn't 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 yeah. take calls. Oh, he's gotten too big for his britches. Yep. And then you say, hey, I want to I want to have a party at this time. They sure, no problem. Noon to two. Okay. No, twelve thirty to two thirty. Whatever. Yeah. And you're like what? Uh, they tell you what time you're having your birthday party. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you notice, you everyone's tell them the birthday day. party. Yeah, everyone's birthday party is at the same time. Yes. And this is to, they have it down to a science. So Chuck can Chuck, come out. Chuck runs that shit. Yeah, Chuck comes out. All the party organizers are waiting for him. And Chuck can just boom, 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 just bounce down the tables. Yeah. Do all the hugging and picture taking all in one fell swoop. Just one one shift. Yeah. Just gets right through it. And they and they they tell you when you're having your cake. They tell you when you're eating pizza. Uh, but the most fun part is is that they they give each kid a turn in the uh, wind tunnel ticket booth. Yeah, they shove a kid in a wind tunnel. It's like one of those old school things, like the cash the cash grab box. Yeah, but it's it's tickets. Yes. My wife, they let an adult go in there too to help help the young kids out. Yeah, the yeah. kids young or whatever. If you want someone to go into the ticket wind tunnel. Uh-huh. You want my wife. Sarah is good. She did in the an ticket insanely good a good job in the wind tunnel. While Sarah and Keeler were in the wind tunnel, yeah. I watched them for a minute and then I started watching the woman running the wind tunnel. Yeah. And she looked concerned by how much stuff Sarah was scooping up. Yes, it was the funny thing. So my wife, first of all, one of the, her biggest advantages is she has very long hair. Yes. And so a bunch of shit oh, just got like caught in her, hair. in her hair. She had like she 15 had at least, things yeah, just in yeah. her hair. It was at least 200 tickets worth of shit just caught in yeah. her hair. It was great. Because it was like coupons that yeah. said, you know, good for 500 tickets. And I think that you, you people are unassuming. She's unassuming enough that you don't think my wife is one of the most relentlessly competitive people yeah, no. on the planet. She is a, she's, she's in it to win it. Yeah, she's in yeah. it to win it. 
So we got, I believe, around 600 tickets out of the deal. Okay. Nice. Out of that thing. Not because, not individual tickets, because they have, they have coupons for an amount of tickets. Right. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple, like, a bunch of 100 ticket coupons. Yeah. There. But uh, my, my son maybe captured three of the sure. 600 tickets in there in that wind tunnel. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no one more disappointed in my son's choices and what to buy for the ticket than than my wife, who felt like she had really done a good job, worked so hard. The main ticket item was 150 tickets for this lollipop that he took one bite of and didn't like at all. Oh, no. Like a couple of like, I tried to turn him on to like some cool stuff he took home. He just wasn't interested. He got, yeah. he got three lizards, but he could have gotten three different lizards. He insisted on three of the exact same good, ones. Good, good. <laughs> he knows what he likes. And he got some more candy that he, he likes like that lizard. Eat. And he got some bracelets. It was, it was a total waste of, mm-hmm. of excitement. It was much, much more exciting to uh, hold on to the tickets than it was to actually cash them in. Just well, going into the wind tunnel is the prize. The, yeah. uh, the playing the Star Trek game that yeah. I played at the oh, exactly. Busters, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the thrill of the hunt. I can give a shit <laughs> what I'm getting. Uh, we it's, got, the, it's the journey, not the destination. Did right? I tell you we got Dave and Buster's uh, Pilsner glasses? Okay. And the wife put them in the, in the uh, washing machine watching. and they're done. They're, they're fucking, they're just, oh. Now they're just blank Pilsner glasses. Yeah, nice to Pilsner like, glasses. fuck. That happened with, uh, on our honeymoon, uh, we meant to buy, we buy, we buy a coffee mug from wherever we travel. Okay. We went to Kauai and we forgot to get uh, uh, a mug at the gift shop or anything or from the hotel, but we did have like a mini golf one. We bought one as a joke, but then it turned out when we traveled home that the only mug we had was from the mini golf. Okay place but it was a kawaii it was a really nice sure mini golf thing and the thing washed totally blank on one wash i mean completely oh, blank yep. came right off mm-hmm. and so i was like now we just have this green coffee mug like <laughs> now we have at the point i'd be like mug. that mug is from hawaii just so as you know yeah so we've been there and we have that mug yeah that's funny it's just a placeholder see this is why uh shaped tiki glasses are the way to go the first time that we went to wash off. The first no. time we went to Hawaii, we said, "Yo, we have to buy stuff for people. We have to buy like we were buying nice coffee for people, all this kind of stuff." And um, we forgot all about it until we got to the airport to leave. And so we went to the gift shop at the airport and bought all of our souvenirs from the gift shop at the airport. Yeah, I'm fine with that. My newest thing now is I get decks of cards for before I travel. Yeah, those are those are kind of like easy to hang out as souvenirs, and they kind of hang. Uh, because we have so many fucking coffee mugs. Yeah. We'll, we'll, my wife will still get the coffee mug if we try. I like, it, but I like just to get me. a t-shirt. T-shirts are good. T-shirts are good. When we did the uh, the Scoop Cruise to Bermuda last year, I got a, a Bermuda t-shirt. And what I like to do is I like to get a, a t-shirt that looks as uh, as kitschy as uh, as possible. I want to get I want to get a t-shirt that Clark Griswold would wear from uh, from his vacation to, uh, to, to somewhere. Yeah. So like my Bermuda t-shirt looks like it's just straight out of the 70s Bermuda with a big wave going across it. It's, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I wear it and people are like, what the fuck is that? It's like, I went to Bermuda. Got a t-shirt. <laughs> Clearly. The, yeah. <laughs> the joke always is Hawaii is, is the is the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Everyone who goes to Hawaii thinks they can get a Hawaiian shirt that they can wear when they get back. Nope. And that's just not true. Not true. It's never true. And you go to the shop, you're like, no, no, there's some rinky-dink designs, but it's got to be some classy Hawaiian shirts. Maybe I'll go high-end, get myself a nice $60, yeah. $65 Spend Hawaiian some coin shirt. On that Hawaiian Spend some shirt. money on it. And they get even more high-end. You know? Yeah. You get, you oh, get yeah. $120, like textured, you know, whatever whatever the uh, sure. whatever the word is for, it's not lapel, but where the, where the straps would go on suspenders, that line mm-hmm. on a yeah. shirt that it would be ruffled. So I don't know what that's called. Bowling, bowling epaulets? I have no idea. Sure. I don't know what that's called. It's called fancy shirt. Fancy I'm, shirt. I'm thinking that you, out of the two words, bowling and epaulets, you know the definition of one of those words. 
I'm fancy going, shirt. I'm so, taking the under. Epaulets are the things that go on top of a military uniform, <laughs> I right? believe they are. Right. And bowling is where you, where you bounce like a, a yellow ball and you serve it through a racket? Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. I <Yep>. was right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't, you can't come home and pull off the Hawaiian shirt. No, no, no. Basically, just here, so you know, you can't pull one off a Hawaiian shirt in Hawaii either. No, no, no. But you just do because like, that's what tourists do. Right. But you, you, there's one way for a guy to pull off a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. And it is if he has shredded abs, which means he can wear anything. Right. You can wear a Hawaiian shirt open. Yes. If with, sh- with no undershirt. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You just wear a Hawaiian shirt. Let your shredded abs be about... The that's Spicoli the, look. Yeah, that's the only way you can buff a Hawaiian shirt. I, that no I enjoy one wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt when we have uh, boat days out yeah, here in oh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, going out of the cause, boat. Because you're basically, it's basically, it's basically a costume party. Exactly. In fact, I've gone full costume party on boat days. I'm Sarah oh. and I, before we had kids, we would do a lot of boat days. Yeah. And uh, we went to uh, we went to the party store. And we ended up we saw this pirate gear. We gave everybody pirate hats, and I even got a fake parrot on an elastic <sighs> that I put over my shoulder. So when I was driving the boat, I had a I had a parrot on my yes. shoulder. Perfect. Yeah, that was the uh, eye patches. We do the whole bit. I love me a good boat boat day. The good thing about uh, not having the absinthe move coming up here is, I think we're about to do a boat day. Oh, good. Yeah, I think a boat day yeah. is going to be in order. Um, I think a boat day, perhaps with the cast of Cherry Boom Boom, might be in order. Mm. Oh, you're fucking this guy. <laughs> I know the life he lives. Just, <laughs> just, you should just you should start you should just start wearing a a, a GoPro and just and people start subscribing to your own site. Yes, your fucking true. life. Uh, so the, uh, the the event that I talked about yesterday on the, yeah. on the show yesterday the, uh, the the big event where there were just a lot of naked people around uh, one of the groups that was there was the cast of the new show Cherry Boom Boom which SJ is a cast member of yes and uh, yeah they they walked in because most of the acts in this show were one or two people acts there was one act that had three people yeah but most of them were either one or two people here comes the cast of Cherry Boom Boom. And it's or not even the entire cast, but part of the cast. Sure. Eleven beautiful women come, so, come much more beautiful people. strutting into this. Well, they were they were in the show. Oh, they were in they, it. They did they did an act. Oh, uh, they 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 wanted to do an act as this is kind of their introduction to a, a large part of the Las Vegas entertainment community because they're a brand new show and and most people at this at this event were uh, Las Vegas entertainment people. Yeah, uh, including Klepto Robin Leach. He was there. Yeah, uh, we don't have any chairs left in the Absinthe Theater. <laughs> he took all of them. Jesus. Yeah. He must have been wearing his big jacket. He was wearing a big jacket. <laughs> Love the act. Excuse me while I take a seat. What a beautiful show. Uh, Robin? Yes. Are you uh, enjoying the show? Fantastic. Um, I believe some chairs are missing from where you just were Can hanging. be. <laughs> that's it i've got to get home i have some chairs to put on ebay from something different <laughs> yeah they come walking into the rehearsal and everybody just kind of turns and looks at me and goes what the fuck am i doing wrong yeah what the fuck he's like oh this is a good life uh speaking of shows uh my uh, my my prejudice uh-huh. showed a few episodes back. We we discussed Showmageddon and the amount of shows that are closing. Yeah, and I couldn't believe that Puppet Up was closing after six weeks. Yes, and I uh, said, I mean, how is it six performers and there's a bunch of puppets? Oh, we on talked stage. about that on here. That's right. We did. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I, and I basically said, casinos don't get behind their shows 
like they used to. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I cried out. And you were wrong. Holy fuck, was I wrong? Mike Weatherford. Yeah. Coming out with an article. The running cost for that show, somewhere north of eighty grand a week. Eighty thousand dollars a week for six guys to do an improv show with puppets. Yeah. Well, there was a host too. It's that Muppet Muppet Money, baby. <laughs> There's a host. That There's Muppet, also a host. That Muppet Money. I just was, it's a good show. It is a good show. Eighty grand a week, though. That's impossible. I blew my mind. I couldn't. I couldn't. If you challenged me to spend eighty grand a week on an improv show, I couldn't. Right. How could I mean? Right. No. I was all set to say that I could spend it until you said an improv show. No, an improv <laughs> show. I mean? yeah. yeah. I just, you know, Henson, if you're listening, we have an improv show with lasers. I mean, it was selling tickets. Mm-hmm. Just. Not enough. Not the thousands that they needed to sell. <laughs> <laughs> they were selling 750 tickets a night to a 700-seat theater. Oh. What also would you spend $90 a ticket to go watch an improv show? I mean, the thing is that like $90 is un- is unfortunately like the median cost to see a, a show here sure. in town. It is. Um, but it's, but that's high to go have, see an improv show. It, no, I know. But if you have children, there's not a lot of options. Right. If you want to bring your kids to a show. That is true. And that pricing is, is set. In a way to make for discount possibilities. Of course, that's yeah, kind that's of a everybody's big part of it right. Yeah. Uh, if you do have kids and you're coming to Vegas and you want to see a show, uh, might I recommend the very kid-friendly Fifty Shades to Parrot? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. If your kids no, if your kids love Paul and Spandex. No. Uh, end, I, end of list. I could change that part to make it kid-friendly, but it would take, <laughs> it would take some work. <laughs> You draw like a face on your belly and your chest. Well, that wouldn't need any, any face or anything. It'd be just the same outfit. I'd just be I hump or something. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my kids to rehearsal and, and parts of times it's gotten awkward for people just for sure. Do some hide yeah. and seek or something. Yeah. Much much more awkward for them than the kids, I imagine. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. I was like, I don't care. I did the whole I I did the whole I fuck song holding yeah, gear on my hip. The kids don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. That they little. do and they love it. Oh, they love it. Can't get enough. Shuck it, duck it. Dirty kids. Enough. I just can't get enough. Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I discovered that I am terrible at recommending shows for children. Oh, yeah. What did you recommend? Yeah. Uh, so my dad, who was, uh, before he retired, was a high school teacher. Uh. He used to take a group of uh, students every year to Washington, D.C. and New York City. And uh, in New York, they would always see a couple of Broadway shows. Yeah. And so every year, he would ask uh, his theater professional son, what should I take my uh, these these high school students to go see? Oh, jeez, what did you do? Spring Awakening? Uh, no, I would always, <laughs> I would always say like, oh, uh, you know, I, I I would I because the thing is, I I try, which makes this worse. This off Broadway show called Bombay Fuckfest that they <laughs> so short lived. So Bombay I sent them Fuckfest. I sent them to one of the best shows that I could think of on Broadway at the time, Jersey Boys. Oh yeah, I said Jersey Boys. It's interesting. They'll learn something about these uh, these music legends, and uh, yeah, it's and plus it's just a really good show, and they'll know more of the music than they think they will. And uh, yeah, she goes, "That's great. I'll take them to that." My and my my dad is very cultured. He he sees a lot of theater. He, he knows he knows all of this stuff, but he hadn't seen Jersey Boys. Right. And so he calls me from New York, and, uh, and I, my dad uh, teach taught school in uh, Louisiana, and right right in the Bible Belt there. The town that is uh, now famous for birthing Duck Dynasty. Ah. Uh, very right-wing, very conservative. Conservative, Christian. And uh, How old are these kids? They're high school. Okay. So any anywhere, you know, 18 down to 14. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 or 14, I guess. 
but also with some parents that go along as chaperones. Uh-huh. So he said, uh, so I had a bit of a problem with some chaperones tonight. Oh, after no. After seeing Jersey Boys. Oh, oh, so not the kids, the chaperones. Yeah. Because uh, they say fuck a lot in that show. You know, they curse in that show a lot. And it's more than I think every time I go to see it. So, I like, never notice it. I know that there's, I remember like there used to be at the Broadway, at the Broadway show itself. And then yeah. when, when it was open at the Palazzo, there were signs uh, when you walked in. Oh, really? That said that warned of graphic language. Okay. That this is authentic Jersey talking. It was like a fun way of saying Authentic right. Jersey. Uh, warning. It's going to sound like Jersey in here. Yeah. <laughs> that was the warning, basically. It won't smell like it, but it'll sound like You're it. You're welcome. <laughs> it won't smell like it. You're welcome. Warning. It'll sound like Sounds it. like Jersey. It was kind of the case. It was like a kind of cute, like, but like, yeah, just yeah. be prepared for but curse still it's words. In there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, I, and the first time I saw the sign, I was like, oh, this was maybe like one or two. And then I saw it again. I was attention. like, oh, there's a lot more than that. And then I saw it again. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like even more. Like every time I saw it, I was like, oh, there's just, there's just, Because it's one of those situations where it's used as like common, it, it is. A filler. like a pause, a filler, all that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it just, it, it is authentic. Just Jersey yeah. talk to me, right. which fuck I just fuck, take fuck as fuck talk. Fuck, fuck, that fucking fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I don't notice it. Did you, were you singing? If you sing it, then you're really nailing it. Yeah. And Graham, Graham told me about a show that they had to do where they had to take it all out. Oh, man. They had to take out all the F-bombs, and they had to take out the goddamns. What for? Because uh, they, they had a buyout for the show. Of whom? Some, I, I don't remember. Some religious group or something. Some, but, you Church know, some, of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, some right. conservative group. Uh, oh, no, that's what it was. It was, on, it was on the tour. That's what it was. Yeah. It was on the Broadway tour. And uh, they were they were somewhere, and the theater said, you know, we can't we can't have that language. What? The? And so they, they had the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to do the entire show without fucks and without goddamns. And uh, he said, you know, he was like, it's the hardest show I've ever done in my life. I bet. Because <laughs> you know, the entire cast on a on a big run Broadway tour, for the most part, they've been doing it for years. He put his hands on you. You don't do that. You don't fudgy do that. <laughs> oh. The state sketch with the with the uh, Scarface uh, uh, Scarface with uh, with yeah, word substituted for curses of the best. The uh, yeah. yeah the the Mr. Show yeah mother father Chinese dentist <laughs> the best <laughs> you mother father Chinese dentist. Uh, the uh, a strange thing about living in Vegas is the as I go to parks and it's uh, there's there, I went to the park the other day and there's a circus family there. okay. So like it's not uncommon here. Yeah. So it was this uh, young, uh, beautiful man. Yes. Very fit, young, beautiful wife. Very fit. Three kids. Yeah. And they set up their own high wire. Oh yeah. Like there's a high wire from like uh, the, the 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 poles that like anchor the playground into the right. ground. And the, As you do. And the, and the thing. And so like teaching their kids how to high wire. Right, what, do you, what do you do with your kids? At the park? I, I was like, I just bought the scooter. What a <laughs> yeah. fucking idiot I am. You know. But I just was They're like, teaching their kids a trade. And I just was like, I was like, I wonder how many generations in they are. They're young. Right. You know? I and mean, the parents are probably like fourth generation. That's what I mean. Yeah. And like, yeah. They, they're having, they're just popping out the kids and teaching right. them about the circus. And it's just the way it is. And just like, you might go to the park and just see, you know, the next generation of, of circus performers oh, happening what, right there. One of my favorite things. And they're fucking fearless. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorite things that I never thought about before moving to Vegas is that I love is meeting old circus people. No, oh like yeah, re- yeah. Retired circus people, like a, a a close friend of mine in town. She is fifth or sixth generation 
has multiple uh, records in the Guinness Book of World Records for trapeze work. Mm. Her her whole family is a is a trapeze family, and her daughters who are my age, yeah, uh, you know they they do they all do circus work as well. One of her daughters does like the hair thing where they, she attaches her hair into a into a oh, flying a point, Oof. yeah, and like it flies around the the big top by her hair. Oh man, I remember when I was working for uh, Penn and Teller. Uh, the first gig, it was the uh, Tell a Lie, and we wanted a hair hang for, for one of the segments. And um, trying to track down people who do that's hard, because well, what happens it... is that uh, you, you do it and you get used to it, but there's, there comes a point where you do the act. At first, your scalp skin will stay attached to your skull. Right. Oh. And then it doesn't. After a certain point, it doesn't. So you yeah. hang from your hair, and then your your scalp will go up with it. You're still fine, right? It's just weird. It's just weird, right? And so, uh, I thought I knew people who did the hair hang, so I was excited that I could track down someone you who can could contribute. Do it, yeah. You know, to to for the for the TV, they could do it on television. And everyone I talked to was like, "Oh yeah, I used to do that or whatever." And they like, "We do it for the show," and no response. Yeah, like people just weren't responding to emails. I thought I had two different girls who did the uh. hair hang. And you just, you just, I think after you don't do that for a while, you just don't want to do it anymore. Right. Well, no. Yeah. But yeah, the, out of out of her three daughters, and one of them does the hair hang, or at least was still doing it two years ago. Yeah. I haven't spoken to her recently. Uh, but one of them does trapeze, and one of them does uh, tigers. Whoa. Does like tiger work. A tiger hang? Yeah. <laughs> Hangs tigers. Hangs <laughs> tigers from tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Peter hates it. That's, that's a rough. That's a rough one to get. Peter just hates it. I mean, just, you know, there's a lot. Peter just goes, "Come on, guys!" You go through tigers really fast. One, one tiger, tiger, two tigers. Uh, is it eight tiger a show? Is it eight tiger a night act? <laughs> just burn through them. Even doves are like, "Fuck that act!" Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that act. The gazelle um, are like, hey, come on, guys. This isn't fair. I actually walked by. Uh, the tigers eat gazelle. We went to like an E and an, uh, uh, I think they do. Um, if sure. given the option. I bet they would. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would. I don't know that they're in their zone. Yeah. But, you know. Leopards and, and cheetahs and shit get gazelles. Prepare with a pepper right. peppercorn sauce. Anyone will eat it. Tigers sure. get like wild boars Love and shit. peppercorn yeah. gazelle. Oh, peppercorn gazelle. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, speaking of tigers, I it's just I, I just triggered my own memory. Uh, I read a fascinating story this week about conspiracies and ghosts. Oh, is it the one that was that the one that I posted? Uh, did you post it about the sixteen hertz? Yeah. Oh, is that you posted it? Yeah. Oh, someone else posted it and called you out. Did you repost it? I posted. Yeah, yes, I posted yeah. it onto our main page. Yeah. I found it on. I think somebody posted it up on Scoop Group. On Scoop Group, and then I posted yeah. onto our main. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so thank you. I think I saw it from a completely different source. I don't think I saw it from you. Maybe whatever. Not. Anyway, well, check out our page. I'll, I won't tell the story then. Facebook.com/slash Hey Scoops. Yeah, no, you can spoil it's, it. It's all about how um, this uh, this sound sound frequency right around uh, sixteen to eighteen hertz, which is very very low, uh, induces fear. Lower than this. Yes. Yeah, it's super low, and uh, yeah, they they use it, it naturally in, induces fear in people. They use it in movies. Yeah, uh, and also a, a tiger roar is naturally right around that uh, right around that range, and oh, so weird. that that feeling that you get. And I've I've talked about. I don't think I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but uh, you know, just a big cat. 
uh, I was at the St. Louis Zoo and uh, looking at the at the lion enclosure with this huge lion enclosure. If you've never been to the St. Louis Zoo, it's this, this huge, gorgeous zoo. It's run by lions. Yeah, just uh, lousy with lions. Lousy with it. Uh, so at the lion enclosure, which is this giant outdoor area, uh, the lion is probably a good 75 yards away from me. Okay. And this lion just puts its head up and starts to roar. Just, you know, just doing its thing. Just having a good time in the middle of the day. Just roaring Putin in the middle holler. of the day. A yeah. rooting, tooting lion at the St. Louis Zoo. Now, I have never been a, I've never been around a lion when it decided to do a full-out roar. No, I've, been, I've yeah. seen them do like, Rawr! I should ask the question everyone's thinking, which is, how hot was this lion? Oh, I, I, I wanted to fuck that lion a, so bad. All right. So it's yeah. a, a very jackable lion. Absolutely. 75 yards from where you're standing. Yeah. Uh, but started to roar, and I was like, and you know, in my in my in my man in my mind, I'm like that. That is amazing. That's impressive. That's beautiful. But there was somewhere in the back in that lizard part of my brain yeah. that was just screaming, "Run! Get out of there! Why aren't you running? Yeah, you should be running. Get the fuck!" It, it was really weird because my my intellect side, I'm just standing there going like, "This is amazing. It's impressive. I'm in no danger at all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that reptile side mm-hmm. is just begging me to go. The 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 only way to solve that fear is to roar back at the lion. <laughs> uh, that or jack off right there, <laughs> just, which is what I did. It's I find it hard to jack off in pants that I've already shat in. <laughs> well, that's where you and I differ, sir. <laughs> you and I, very different people. But anyway, that that sixteen to eighteen hertz range, uh, it, it naturally induces fear in 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 people. Uh, there are a lot of theories as to why uh, some of them involve those uh, large uh, large cats. Some of them involve things like uh, it, it's the sound that is made before a volcano erupts, thing, things like that. Yeah, earthquakes. Uh, you can't the hear the sound it. of the earth right before it quakes. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it's so it's so low you can't really you can't really hear it. But you can sense it. But your your ears, your inner ear, still picks it up and you and you sense it. How and much, uh, you can and it'll it'll fuck with your eyes too, and cause you to see blurs and such out of the corner of your eyes which people then attribute to ghosts mm-hmm. and what about the humidity how much did the article attribute to humidity i don't remember any oh interesting paul paul your big factor for <laughs> for ghosts was humidity right oh, that's part of it <laughs> but i mean uh if you're thinking about sound uh-huh i am and how right it now travels uh-huh and what causes those kind of low rumblies uh-huh you get in a place where there's more humidity. There's a chance that you know. <laughs> is this really a conversation you want to have with me right now? It's truly. I'm gonna give you a chance to back up. It's truly dampening the sound. <laughs> natural dampening. It's a natural dampening. Sure. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. That sounds natural dampening. Damp. Sounds like oh, it sounds like a bad like uh, douche commercial or something. Natural dampening. <laughs> Curing natural dampening since 1988. <laughs> um, do you have physical scoop mail sitting over there? No. What is that? I mean, it is physical scoop mail, but it's not really for us. Oh, okay. It. Uh, fine, I'll talk about it now. It's uh, <laughs> our our friend uh, Graham, our our Australian friend Graham. Yeah. Uh, lost something while he was in Las Vegas last time. Oh. And uh, someone found it and turned it in, and they had to mail it somewhere, but they wouldn't mail it to Australia. Oh. And so he had our address. And so he, he said, I'm going to send you guys. So his butt virginity is in that envelope? Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Is Graham's lost? anal virginity lost in it. the envelope. Lost I'm it here lost in Vegas. Got it. That's he right. Got it back. <laughs> Sometimes it comes but back. But I knew I knew where that was. He so didn't, nobody for had real, that what happens here stays here. <laughs> they, keep, yes. they, can't, they won't physically mail it out of Las Vegas. Right. They just kept it right here. It's true. We have physical evidence. But they're coming down for uh, Scoop Fest. They are. And so uh, I told them I'd hold That's on to crazy. it. It's crazy. Uh, People Scoop are coming Fest. from a lot of places to be at Scoop yeah, Fest. can't wait. November 11th, 12th, and 13th. You're in beautiful be so Las fun. Vegas, Nevada. Penn straight up just told us. He's like, I cannot believe how many people are coming to see you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Penn was like, I am. He said, I am uh, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> That's what he said. Yes, which is pleasantly great. surprised. Which is great. Because I first asked him about doing stuff for Scoop Fest. It basically was like, you don't have to do anything different. There's just going to be people around. Right. Your schedule's the same. Yeah. And then when I told him, ah, it's probably going to be like 150, 200 people. He's like, wait, That's, what? Yeah, he's like, and then he got excited though. That's when he was like, "I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do all yeah. kinds of stuff." Because he was ready for 35 people. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been coming to the bucket show. We haven't exactly raised his expectations as to what right. we can provide. Bucket show week to week can be 50 people. It can be 10. Well, last week, <laughs> not last night, but last week. Last night I was not the show. Sarah Lowe filling in for me. Yes, it was um, great. It was brilliant. Great job. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, uh, very avant garde. I thought the uh, the because a, a lot of people do topless in Vegas. Not many people go bottomless. That's right. Only only bottomless, not That's topless. Right. That's right. A, a, a sweat jacket on top. But with the vaginal pasty, a taste, tasteful oh. vaginal pasty. I thought that was implied because Sarah is a classy lady. <laughs> Come on. A lick it and stick it merkin. <laughs> uh, so we got... Here's the thing. So one of the, one of the fun things we like about doing the show at Art Square, one of the benefits we have is that, they, that we, we say, well, we don't care about the staging, whatever, you're, whatever yes. you're putting on. You just figure out how we can use the stage and right we'll do it. And about 10 minutes before the show, a week ago, we got a text saying like, uh, there's a whole fully functioning wrestling ring in the theater. They're doing a play about wrestling. Oh, jeez. And again... It's not something, this isn't upsetting. It's exciting. We want yeah. to be thrown curveballs, you know? But we were totally upstaged. And the nightmare of Penn coming to the bucket show all the time happened, where we finally had what Paul and I would just go like, nah, just kind of a dud of a show. It, yeah. wasn't, it just wasn't that much of a gem. We were completely upstaged by the ring. We couldn't find a way to use it in any way that was super fun. I haven't missed a bucket show in a while. I'm sad I missed one with the wrestling ring in it. What's well, the thing? The wrestling ring, and then we tried to use it's it. It's going to be the, there for a while. Yeah, it's... it's oh, okay. Basically, and I think this week we asked that we drape the curtains or something over just so we're not totally upstaged by it. Because it was, it, was, it, was it was hard for a couple of reasons. One is performing in front of the ring. Everyone's just looking at this really exciting wrestling ring. Why are these guys trying to pretend like they're in a coffee shop right in front of this giant wrestling ring? Right. right? Then we try to go in the ring, in which case you're so distant... It was so weird. From the audience. Oh, that, was, yeah. that was a sparse audience as it was. And then we were put uh, uh, farther away. Yeah. You know? So it was a little weird. And the crowd was a little weird. And then we just we just didn't. We just we just had an okay show. It so was, this was the week that Penn saw your act and said, oh, this is what you do? Right. That's <laughs> oh. he's, seen, he's seen some good shows. He's yeah, seen I enough. Think. He actually kind of commiserated with us, which I thought was kind of nice. I mm-hmm. thought it was the most gentlemanly thing. Mm-hmm. But he sat after with us and we just shot the shit, which is, you know, the best way to get past the dud of a show is just to kind of address it quickly and then 
whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I did bust your balls once where I said, now you're funny. Right. And he laughed really hard, which yeah. I was like, that means that show was as bad as I thought. Oh, it was yeah. tough. The it laugh a, that, the laugh that I got show. for busting your balls about it. It was a it tough was show. It's hard. It's hard to do a show in a wrestling ring. I feel bad. It's, it's, I don't, I'm not upset about it. Like, I, I wish we, I just, you, I'm still like, how the fuck could we have done it differently? Yeah. Well, it's it, the way it's set up too. It's like, it's the corner of it's pointing right into the audience yeah. and it's just, the, it's just weird. By the end, we kind of were doing it right where we were sitting on it and using the levels of it. Yeah. But it was just it what was show hard. are they doing that has a wrestling ring? It's just it's literally about a wrestler. It's a, you know it's Art Squared is, a, is always very ambitious with their yeah they, they do a do, lot of original shows. They do the first run of the original show and they really try to, to take scripts from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So they really try to find some kind of cool thing. Um, and so this is about uh, a guy going behind the scenes of a guy making his career in wrestling. Okay, and it's a play. Uh, it's supposed to be excellent. All right, um, and it is a legit built full-on wrestling ring and that like they put the ply board in a way that thunders and smacks when you Ooh, when you when you fall it's very on it. loud yeah it makes that thunderous clap nice. when you drop on the ground and stuff it's really well done you can, like bounce off the ropes and everything if i the problem is i'm not at the the bucket show that what happened last night and so i would have and maybe if there's still up next week we should just do a wrestling show i think we should just do a wrestling improv show and i think we should do it like i used to want to do this with lumberjacks where we had lumberjack prop, but I want to do it where like we're out in the woods and one of us just read a book on improv and so want to get the other guys to do it. Nice. But I thought it'd be really funny if we just did the show as wrestlers mm-hmm. we were trying to do an improv show for the first time. Oh, I like it. So I think next bucket show, I think that's what we're going to do if the ring is still up. Are you down for that? Yeah, just be come in as characters. Just come in as characters, come in as wrestling. Like you're, you're Jake the Snake Roberts, but you're Jake the Snake Roberts putting on an improv show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As if he'd just taken a class, you know, like like a corporate workshop or something. I like it. You know? Yeah, maybe. I want to do something like that. I think that's the only way to that's make meta. it. That's meta. I think it's the only way, yeah. I think it's the only way to make it all work, though. I think I, I think that, that way it'll make it work. That's some meta shit right there. I'll let Paul right there. We have, we, have, we have a little bit of a couple of weeks, yeah. yeah. So um, we'll, we'll figure it out that way. Uh, I can't tell you how good last night's show was, though. Oh, and yeah, how, me not there. I think helps the show a lot, Paul. Man, it moves it right <laughs> along. Me not there really helps. <laughs> but it, it is funny that it's gonna be Penn and my wife without me. But uh, oh, Penn and Sarah are both gonna be there. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. yeah. Well, because Ben has fucked up his tri- trick now twice. Oh no! Yeah. So he's coming back to he's, he's coming back until he gets it right. All right. And the fact that he's doing it without me there just lets him know the comfort that he now has with stopping by the bucket show. Right. And it's hard because he's teasing us. He keeps, he keeps telling everyone else in town that they should come by and do the show, and they all say yes to him. But then it's not. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. This will be the way. Matt Franco, Matt King, Teller. He's talked to them all about the bucket show, and they all say they want to come. They by. were all there last night. No, <laughs> they all. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. all did sets. It was a three-hour show, Matt. It actually was. I want Paul. We did say getting a second act would probably help out in terms of just having a. Mm. Um, Sarah doesn't have any short form backgrounds. So it's only long form. Yeah. And we don't think we have the screen with the wrestling with the wrestling thing there. No, Matt King did 15 minutes. Uh, Carrot Top did a set. He brought a trunk. I should actually reach out to Scott. Yeah. I bet he would come by. I bet he actually. would. Um, I, bet, I bet he and Rob both would. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. Um, we should get into some physical scoop mail and maybe try to be funny. Physical ah. scoop mail? You mean real scoop mail? Yeah, real scoop mail. Just something that's not uh, just I'm, blathering about I'm going to physically touch you while I read this scoop mail. Hold All on. Right. Hold on. Message for you, son. I'm tangled in cables. Ah. There. Sheesh. From Brandon. What is up, Matt, Paul, and Jacob? 
I heard about your show uh, from my buddy back in April of 2016. He told me to start out, surprise, surprise, episode number nine. That's the one. Mothra attacks the ice cream social. That's it, baby. Seems- I've been hooked ever since. Oh, yeah. And I immediately started back in episode one. I refused to miss a single inside joke, so I'm going through your entire back catalog from the start. Sweet. Which was about 225 episodes at the time. However, I'm as I am writing this email, I just started listening to episode 149, uh, Beard E. Cheese's Slave Laborship. <laughs> Classic. That is a good, that's a good one. I have to confess, when I read that episode title, snot shot out of my nose and onto my computer screen as a result of laughing. <laughs> it was then I decided that it was finally time to write you guys. You are without a doubt my favorite podcast ever, and having lived in Vegas for a short time, it's always fun to hear you guys talk about it. The downside of my quest is that if you do read this email, I'm not going to know about it for another six months at the rate that I'm going. (laughs) Finally, I'll say it'll be a sad day when I finally do catch up as I won't be able to listen to unlimited shows per day, fucking you from behind until I can get in front of you, and then I'll fuck you in the face. Brandon. Brandon, we're doing our best to say that you never catch up with bonus episodes. In fact, we got two complaints from people saying, stop putting out so many episodes because I'm trying to catch up on your whole catalog. Oh, good. Which is the right kind of complaint to have. That's a fine complaint to have. It's all good. It's all good. But it does make you talk about, when we talk about going to five days a week, it would change what we're doing. Yeah. But it'll be awesome. I can't wait for that day. I think we're just going to go for three and then just do a bunch of different types of podcasts. Five days a week. Sweet. we 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 will fulfill your wish of working five days a week. We'll get other stuff. We'll, yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think we're going to put out we five got that, ice cream social that, episodes. Well, we got that Airwolf podcast. That's what I'm saying. We'll Although do some crossovers did we, with... Did Geek uh, Shark steal the Airwolf podcast? It's both. I mean, we're both... No, we're not both. Jacob and I aren't involved at all. I've talked about it. I've talked about it a ton on, on Geek Shock. Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll see. It but, seems like the answer is just yes. 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 Uh, That's fine. I want. I mean, we haven't done it. We don't do shit on the Geek Shock except Geek Shock. Right. Uh Every week we just get together and get that done. So you'd sooner but, taste the DVD box of, of Airwolf than you would actually watch it and record. Uh, man, I started into season three of Airwolf. Yes, I didn't even know there was three seasons. What? I would have guessed there was two seasons. Season three, they lost Jan Michael Vincent, and it's just. <laughs> so who's flying the helicopter? His brother Sinjin. It's terrible because all, <laughs> they went super cheap. The titles are all different. The show is completely different. Oh. They use all stock footage. Like, everything you... They didn't shoot anything new with the choppers. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. That's I hilarious. Mean, it's so bad. That's really funny, though. Yeah. If you watch it with the intent to laugh, yeah. you'll laugh. Good. If you watch it with the intent to be entertained, you'll weep. I think now I only want to watch season three. <laughs> Just I don't know. I think you gotta see the other stuff to appreciate what a cliff fall. Oh, good point. Good point. Oh, fair it enough. It is a fucking sharp drop off. <laughs> and we didn't discuss it as if it was the most quality product in the first no. place. No, it's not. <laughs> and yet, there is a bottom to that barrel. What's funny now, especially when you watch like the blacklist and, uh, and like how like crazy cinematic yes. like the action sequences have gotten on television shows now. Television is such a different beast. I, I want to go. Watch, I, want, I want to just have a day where I watch uh, Game of Thrones. I want to watch like a season of Game of Thrones and then a season of Airwolf. Oh, Even now, like Fox mind. is bringing back Lethal Weapon. You know, apparently that new show? MacGyver is garbage. Well, that, surprise! Uh, fucking yeah. surprise. MacGyver, when it first was out, wasn't exactly the right. Best. MacGyver's was always yeah. garbage, but yeah. it was cute, and Richard Anderson, Dean Anderson made made the best of it. Uh, yeah, my stepmother from France. Yeah, 
loved herself some MacGyver. Dude, it's Patty and Which Selma. It oh, makes sense. Rich her English was bad. Anderson. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. So nice little frosty blonde. You can understand what he's doing. Yeah. Yep. You see him chewing up that chewing gum and grabbing yeah. that filing. Paperclip. Paperclip. And there it goes. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lethal Weapon, like, as a TV show, back in the day when, when a movie came to become a TV show, you're like, oh, the drop-off is going to be so dumb. Yeah. Like, right. They now, just can't afford to do it. But now you're like, oh, they probably can pull it all off. Um, Walking Dead, I'm catching up on that. New season finally came out to Netflix. Oh, I mean, God. those things. Yeah. It's so hard to watch, but it's so good. Yeah, wow. no. The, the, the high-end cable is ridiculous because they are just making movies. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really yeah. long, crazy movies. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Still love my Game of Thrones. Still love my Walking Dead. Man, that is something I missed by a mile. I watched the first two episodes of Game of Thrones and was like, meh. Not your thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I watched the dumb horse show. That got canceled after one year. With the dumb uh, horse show? Nick Nolte was in it. Uh, the Dustin Hoffman. It was a, it was a, it was about horse racing. Huh. It was a whole big horse racing. It was gonna be it was gonna be the next right after the Sopranos. It was gonna be another big oh big drama. Was it named after the Sea Biscuit? No, that wasn't named Sea Biscuit. <laughs> no, but it was was it named after the place? Was it Aqueduct or something? I like don't that? remember anymore now. Yeah. Aqueduct. Hold on, I'll go to the internet, guys. Yeah, you'll find out. The internet knows the answer to this. While you go to the internet, I'll read this scoop mail from Bat Scoop. Let's go, Bat Scoop. Greetings, you fabulous face fuckers. Yeah, yeah. In episode 274, someone brought up the notion of the weirdest place that you have ever taken a dump. Luck was the name of it. Luck. Okay. I missed that completely. Uh, Once I heard this, I had to write in. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. While I'm sure that there are probably quite a few really weird places to cop a squat and drop a deuce, I dropped a steamer in the restroom at Westminster Abbey uh, that could really clear the cloisters. (laughs) I think my all-time favorite is right up there. When I was a youngster, we lived just off the golf course. This is an enthusiast. Oh, no. This person is writing with with a real... A real, a real penchant. A I real... think we can tell where this is going. I sure. Ha- I, I have a guess, and I hope that I'm wrong. All right, here we go. Uh, the groundskeeper was kind of a dick, so we were always looking for ways to antagonize him. Oh, well. no. <laughs> Guys, he's a groundskeeper. What do you want? Yeah. Well, a cheery is... groundskeeper? When you're a kid, you don't know. Yeah, I know. You don't know what life has in store. No. <laughs> each night, he would make his rounds on the course and pick up all the flags from each green, and the next morning, he would be out again to put the flags back in place. Oh, oh no. no. I'm, I'm afraid I was right. Oh, no. My friends... Yep. I was right. My friends dared me to drop a steamer in the hole so that when the groundskeeper would come by the next morning, he would drop the flag right in the middle of it. Yeah. I made sure that the whole day I held back any urge to go and saved it up for that evening. By 10 p.m., I could wait no longer. I had to go. It was pitch black and no one was to be seen. I snuck up on the ninth, on the ninth green and scouted around for the hole, which is a lot harder to find in the dark with no flag to guide you. With the coast clear, I dropped my pants and let loose. Hovering just above the hole, I squeezed out whatever I could, wiped, yes, we brought paper, we're not savages. And yes, turned, you are! And, yes, you are! And turned to admire my aim. I missed. Oh! By about an inch, actually. That's actually not too bad. Yeah. Uh, feeling that we had been there far too long. Horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> I gave it a quick <laughs> kick. To knock it into the oh, hole. Oh, you kicked it, you dum dum. For par or for birdie? <laughs> for eagle. <laughs> for shit foot. Oh, it was only a second one. I mean, he, he took the shit oh, and yeah, then he yeah. kicked it. So I mean, that's, that's an eagle. That's an eagle. Uh, 
It ran off dragging my shit-stained shoe in the grass like a hunchback running to ring the bells. Oh, I, now I hope I know where it's going again. I think I do. The next morning we slept in, so sadly we didn't get to see the face of the groundskeeper as he jammed the flag into my dew-covered mound of yesterday's intake. <laughs> yeah, that's we, definitely the commitment part that you're not there for, right? Like, he gets up at like 7 a.m. Oh, or 6 a.m. you gotta be there for that. Yeah. He called the shit poop. <laughs> uh, but we did notice that the hole had been moved. That's right. He redrilled a new hole on the green and planted the flag there instead. So there you have it, boys. Where is the weirdest place you've taken a dump? Oh, oh, it didn't go where I was hoping it would. Where did you think it was going? I was hoping that the groundskeeper was going to follow the trail of shit off of his shoe back to this guy's house. Uh, that'd be a, that'd and, be a lot be of shit. And be there when he woke up. Yeah. That'd be a lot of poop to be dragging there. Well, I don't know how far his house is from the from the hole. That's true. He could live. He right might the... live like right on the right on the ninth green. <laughs> It's a little little mini house. Yeah. It's a little kitschy cat. He lives right behind the windmill. <laughs> Fuck you in the face while I squat over the gold hole and shout for Bat Scoop. Bat I, Scoop, you're Bat Scoop, you're you were an asshole. I think I think uh yeah. It's just no now that you're older, just you know the kind of person that becomes a groundskeeper for a golf course, right? He used to deal with a lot of enough crap without your actual literal crap. <laughs> right. I'm sure he learned that lesson. Yeah. I hope so. Um, well, he got poop on his shoe for his trouble. That's true. So, yeah. Who's the real winner? That's true. That's true. Again, not the groundskeeper. Not the groundskeeper. Right. Still not the groundskeeper. Yeah. Us, America is the that's, answer. That's right. America. America. Wins. Weirdest place. I would say I have the most pathetic poop story, I think. So, in uh, growing up in suburban New Jersey and you didn't want to rough it, still once in a while, like kids would get like camping equipment for right. gifts, you know? And so, like, you go to, like, sleep over a friend's house, but then you decide, like, hey, let's build a tent in the backyard. Okay, let's try to sleep in the tent. So, like, most of, like, I half the time I slept in the tent wasn't camping. It was just trying to sleep in a tent in someone's backyard. Mm -hmm. Right. Where you sometimes have the ability to bail or whatever. And I remember, like, no one... The idea was, like, don't go in the house to... To, uh, to go. To go. To do anything. Yeah. You just can't be, go in the house. Be camping, right? Like, don't try to go in the house... Try to be a camper. That's a terrible idea. Right. And so at like 5 a.m., I was like, I think I, I got a little suburban gurgling happening. Oh. And uh, I thought, oh, I'll go pee. And there was like, you know, woodsy-ish things in the backyard. Sure. So I went to like go back to like, you know, the property line. Yeah. See if I could like poop deep into the, the <gasps> woods or whatever. No. And I just like just pooped on dirt. Like where you think, like there's no trajectory. You know what I mean? No. Like there's no momentum. No. It just falls. Just gravity. Yeah. And so when you go to like Papa Squat, your butthole's not very far from anything. You know? So like my poop was just there on the ground in the morning for everyone just to like get out of the tent and like look and blatantly see poop <laughs> in a backyard. He would <laughs> poop in a backyard. <laughs> like just just Matt, you did that, didn't you? That was that was me. Uh guys. I over here in, it's, uh, uh, it's Matt's poop. I pooped in a river once. Well, that seems fine. I was in the river. A lot of things poop in a river. As a young kid, yeah. And I had to poop. And then I just poop in the river. I pooped in the river. I would, I would have a hard time doing that, I think. It was easy. Yeah. You just had to go. I had to go. I remember, the, I remember though, in that same trip, a fish touching my foot and I lost my shit. <laughs> I was like, fuck this forever. <laughs> Did you know it was a fish, or did you think it was your poop? There's no telling what it was. Uh, so it could it have been it could have been poop. Murky fucking water. No, I mean it didn't happen in the same like. 
I mean, it could have been a, it could have been poop. It was probably a fish coming to eat my poop. Oh yeah, dinner's hey, up. Poop. Buffet time. Um, the fish downstream were like, "What is that? Oreos? Little kid poop." Super, it'd be, it would have been Superman ice cream at that point. Things in the water, like like river riverbeds, and like even going to like Lake Mead and like the silty grounds. I no, hate stop it! The feet. Stop it! Oh. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You give ah! me the fucking Wiggins. Done. Oh, 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 Paul is the most uncomfortable that I've ever seen him right oh, now. I hate it. I hate that stuff. Feet. The nature. Get away. Nature on your feet. Nature. Yeah. Nature. Oh. Feet. Any part. Anything. Nature. No, 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 no. Oh. Boy, that does not bother me at all. Oh, I never. That's I never want to camp. Is, I never want to be out in the in woods. Your, is it still in your, in your, in your red, in your red boiling blood, Jacob? Like you still walking like silty? Oh yeah, you don't care. I'm no, honestly so it. spoiled at this point. Vegas has me so spoiled. Yeah, I don't even want to drive at night when there's not lights everywhere. <laughs> this is the most well lit town you'll ever oh, be it really in. Is. You can yeah. easily drive home with your lights off, and you see it all the time. It happens all the time. Oh, People I see cars, especially on the strip. You see cars yeah. constantly without their headlights on. And yeah. I just anytime. And the only unsafe part of it is it's harder for other cars to see them. Very rarely they, they can see fine. Yeah. Very rarely do I find myself in a place where there's not a ton of lights. And when I do... I actually... Not only do I always make sure I turn my headlights on, but I also take off my shirt and put ice on my nipples to make sure that my own headlights... Good. Turn those on. Ready to turn Very safety conscious. Turn on my headlights right mm-hmm. before my drive home. Turn on your headlights. <laughs> Let them tweak. No, I still love going out in, in lakes and rivers. Uh, still don't really like camping. Yeah, really? I yeah, camping that. was never a thing for me. Do you like 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 a camper? Like, would you go on like a oh, sure. bago? So, oh, sure, something like so that. You go out to the river and you come home. That'd be, and that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, sleeping that I could whole, maybe do the sleeping on the ground if part. I can stay in the Winnebago and watch TV. Yeah, All right the TV. The last time I went camping in t- a tent, it was in a beautiful area uh, on the on the cliffs in Northern California. Yeah. Uh, we were in the redwoods and like on this cliff overlooking the Pacific Ocean, like. Great, wonderful, picturesque area. We had built a fire. Uh, you know, it was, just, it was great. Uh, it was so cold at night, uh-huh. even with the fire and the sleeping bags and the blankets and everything that we brought. Uh, I believe about eight or nine of us piled into one tent and slept on top of each other, all fully clothed in the most non-sexual sleeping together moment that I've ever had in my life. There's nothing non-sexual about what you just described to me. Uh, there was a lot of things non-sexual. <laughs> I was sandwiched between, I believe, three different women. Slower. And uh, there, was, there was nothing sexual about it at all. Sandwiched. Sandwich. Now you got Paul turned on. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> look at the bread. Don't look at the bread. Sandwich television. <laughs> it's a nice veggie sandwich. <laughs> and he's off. No, being stuck outdoors when it's cold and you're unprepared for cold. Yeah. Ugh. We thought we were prepared for cold. Yeah. We were not. No, no. I'll never go outside again. Where is, where's your wife off to now, I don't know. Jay? Where are you going? She's, she just came in and waved. I don't know where she's going. Voice oh, lessons. she's got voice lessons. There we go. She's what? She's learning. I did not. What happened, story? She said that I was still trying to get some that night. I, if I was, I don't remember that at all. Were you in the camping? You part of the camping? Sandwich? Oh, she was one of the women that I was sandwiched between. Oh, that's why I wasn't sexual. <laughs> <laughs> As most people in town will tell you, it's really hard to feel sexual when you're around SJ. <laughs> 
much everyone agrees on that point. When she fills in a cherry boom, they call it cherry. 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 Cherry limp noodle. Yeah, I hate camping. Yeah. Uh, I did all my family vacations because we were a big family, single dad. There's not a lot of vacation money. Yeah. Our vacations were packing, renting a Winnebago and just driving around the trailer parks, cool. staying at different trailer parks, which we loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved, loved, loved it. Um, and I dream of doing that with my, my boys. I can't, oh, I can't I'm, wait to. I'm trying to figure out a, a time for our, our big group of friends here uh, to go rent one of the giant houseboats. Yeah. That has, uh, yeah, I found one. They're expensive as hell. Yeah, oh, yeah. like to, to rent a big one just to do an overnight in. I mean, it's a it's a, like it's cheaper $3, actually. Dollars. It's cheaper actually now. Now you just buy a house and chuck it in the water. It's yeah. faster. It's yeah. easier. It really is. We gotta figure out to rent at the artisan hotel next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scoop fast. We just need to rent a fucking. I think artisan it's seven grand to rent a hotel. Yeah, I think next. Well, next year now that we know people will come here and do this. Yeah, and we especially if we don't do it around Thanksgiving. Right. Well, we gotta make sure it all goes. Without a hitch first. But nope. then, sure. I already counted those chickens. Great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those chickens are counted. One, two, boop. It's going to be awesome. But to Next actually. it's going to be bigger? It'd be better. Yeah. It'd be more fun to put it in one location. Location and do it well, all one it'll location. It'll become more of a convention. Yes. And we'll grow it that way. Yeah. For sure. I have plans. Oh. But the Artisan Hotel is a good idea. I have plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's. I, I believe that place is $7,400 to rent the hotel per night. Yep. Uh, the entire fucking hotel. Yep. Wow. A, a fully staffed hotel. You have all the hotel rooms. There's a pool. There's like a showroom area. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, we could do the entire thing without ever leaving the place. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I have plans. All right. And we would have a place to crash at the end of the night without having to drive back to our houses. Right. Exactly. Oh, man. Then we really could really could be a clothing optional festival. Fun. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, we're already going. Oh, wait. Today. What is it? Is yeah, it the artisan. No, it's not the artisan. There was one. There's one hotel in town. I don't know if they still do it or not. But I was at a party at, in the in the bar of this hotel. Uh, I think it's the one across from Hard Rock, uh, that little boutique hotel that's across the street from Hard Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like two or three of us walked outside because we saw an outside bar at the pool. Yeah. And we said, oh, there's not a line to get to that bar. So we'll just walk right out there. And we walk outside. And as we were getting our drinks, this big fat guy just walks past us butt ass naked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, what the fuck is going on? And the bartender informed us that at night, the whole pool went clothing optional. Uh, Artisan is clothing optional, uh, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I've been at the pool when people just started taking their tops off, and I was like, woohoo! Yeah. And they're like, please leave, you pervert. <laughs> please <laughs> quit woohooing. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more scoop mail? Yeah, we got one from Scoop a Doodle Doo. Scoop a Doodle Doo! Good evening to the churn and occupants. I have an issue that you three seem qualified to offer advice on. All right, here we go. Must be about eating. Ass crack lint. Oh no! I'm not sure that we're qualified. No, well, I'm I'm not qualified because I have no experience with this. To have ass crack lint, you have to have had an unattended ass crack for at least a day. Right. That ain't happening in my neck of the woods. No way. But then I have to make sure that the business is uh, pristine. Six nights a week. You never know. Six nights a week, there is a. Gossamer thin layer of cl- of cloth between my butthole and a hundred or so people in an audience. 
And it's shaking about towards the audience. Oh, it's, it's giving it to him. It gets right at them. It's shaking yeah. and baking. So I can't have lint falling out of my ass crack. Go oh, on. No. Uh, so I've never been a particularly hairy man, but now at the age of 20. Oh, good for you. <laughs> now at the age of 20. You've never been a particularly man. <laughs> you just turned 20. Yeah. You just you're just into man. Yeah, you're just not even <laughs> you're disqualified from your own question. <laughs> well, I'm finally getting fluffy. Oh. Uh, that is fine. The only thing that bothers me is that when I stand up from the toilet, there's a small line of ass crack lint on the toilet seat, like belly button lint. Oh, that happens to me. Sure, that can happen. Yeah. Not Jurassic Man, but I understand what you're saying. There's there's a little bit of a Sure. Uh, yeah. That's more of an issue with is your dryer getting all this doing its job. Yeah. I've never heard anyone discuss this problem, so instead of Googling, I've decided to email my favorite podcast. Uh, You misspelled favorite, by the way. Uh, Have any of you ever dealt with anything like this? Uh, Do you have any advice to offer? Fucking you in the face and leaving lint in your nose? Scoop-a-doodle-doo. Hover. Don't ever fully sit on a a toilet seat again. You gotta hover. I'm kidding. No. That's terrible. That's terrible practice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends if you're wearing some like some new underwear that's got a little yeah, yeah, lint. You know, once in a while, I, I get I get some brand new socks, and uh, those bad boys will have me linted out a little bit for a couple of days until I get uh, two good washes on them, and then they stop uh, pelting up. But, yeah, the, uh, the easiest way to solve this problem is a sledgehammer. As soon as you notice any destroy lint on the, the toilet, toilet seat, destroy the toilet. Just yeah. hammer it right to bits. Break all no evidence. No one will be like, wait, was there lint on the toilet seat? They'll just be like, why did someone smash this this, this toilet with a sledgehammer? very confusing to them. It's, very, it's, 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 it's how I get out of it. I'm on my eighth toilet in the downstairs bathroom. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, ba- you have to pre... Well, this is hard. You have to pre... Pre-wipe? Reverse wipe. Oh, you gotta get from, the you gotta get the, the back top, crack. You gotta go top, top down. Top down. Yeah. And don't finish the wipe because you don't want to drag anything towards the nutsack. Also, right. Also, this is probably a problem for the more humid regions. Oh, ghost regions. Mm-hmm. Regions that are affected by you know uh, dampened sound. <laughs> uh, this would be the problem. I think you know that's part of it. Or if you or if you sweat. Profusely in the ass crack. Right. All right. All right. See, so yeah, I wipe your ass. No. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It happens yeah. every once in a while. But stay on top of your game. What's good. You should carry around like a little dust buster with you. I'll tell you what's good. There you go. And then just pull it out of your wallet and then dust bust your butt before you sit down. What's good is, you've, you go. is you've noticed the problem at this early age. Yeah. So now you're on top of it. We got we got fools well, right in. Only when he's sitting down. We yeah, got be, fools be right in. Hey, I never cleaned my belly button. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty-eight years on this Bleh. planet, and I left my fucking belly button go. Oh. Yeah. So. And now it's black. Oh God. Damn it. Oh God. The belly button thing. You Bleh. did it. You brought it back up yourself. I did. Yep. You did it to all of us. Because Ann sent that video with the Just nasty thing. Just think about that smell, the, Paul. Oh. Think about the smell. Ah. It must be there. Just stick your nose right in that belly button. Oh, stop it. Paul is maintaining and breathing right now. Barf. Uh, good on you. Good luck. And uh, and and it, it's easy. You can just wipe the uh, wipe the seat down too. Wipe your ass. Ted, the back of our toilet seat has a mohawk. <laughs> I told you to leave me alone about it. It's gross. Quit nagging me. I just shit myself several times. I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, all right. Was that scoop mail? That was scoop mail. Guys, I'm ready to fucking take Paul down to the Chinese town. Good luck. <laughs> take you down to Chinatown. <laughs> the best. To the Chinese town. <laughs> Let's do a little jock versus nerd. <laughs> oh, my God. Jock versus We've nerd. all lost. Oh, That's what you should do your toilet seat if you have a butlin problem. Yeah. That'll fix it. Oh. Uh, let's see. We have a Jock vs. Nerd here from I Just Scooped My Pants. Oh, look at this. Oh, did you know? Yeah. Hello, you Did you three... pre-wipe before you did? I don't know. I would assume not. I would assume not, too. Hello, you three gorgeous gentlemen. In the tradition of themed Jock vs. Nerd questions like the famous Spock vs. Bird, I have, a, I have a version that I think you guys are really going to love but maybe hate. Let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for cock versus turd. <laughs> that's right. You guys have created this monster. You only have yourselves to blame. I, I'm true. Uh, that's fine. Two I penis related jock versus nerd questions for Paul, and two uh, poop related questions for Matt. Oh, I got I got one of these in the bag. I think uh, some of them to may so be a speak. stretch. But I wasn't Let's, going to lower myself got, to I two mind. questions about the Gamecocks for Paul when we all know that he, all he wants to do is talk about dicks. That's true. I, uh, I do love talking about dicks. I have these. I have my turd questions in the bag. I lit them on fire and I rang the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> he called the shit poop. Oh, Paul, bonus jock question for you right off the bat. <laughs> yes. Uh, who is the previous head coach of, L- of the LSU football team? Oh. Dick Wiener? Correct. Okay. Les Miles. Oh. Miles got fired after three games. I'm not. I'm not he happy about that. He got fired that quick, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and like I thought for sure when I read the headline, they lose like, all he, three games. He must. He lost all nope. three. Oh no, he didn't. No, they're he, two and two. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it at all. Then no. I don't follow college football for shit. Clearly, but I, I I clicked on the headline expecting to read some kind of scandal or something. No, they just said, nah, we don't want you here. He's he's like a, a squeaky clean coach. He's good. He's good at. He's good with the uh, with the kids and everything. Um, he. LSU currently has the most players playing in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, most hung, of, hung like a woolly mammoth. Yeah. I mean, a real proper cock on them. Uh, he's one of those coaches, like, when one of his players would step out of line, when they would have, like, a DUI or something like that, yeah. he would immediately step in, suspend the player, deal with it, deal with it in-house so the NCAA wasn't getting involved. Uh, they weren't getting, you know, all these tampering suspension things. And he didn't act like his shit didn't stink. His shit didn't actually stink. I mean, that's amazing. No. It just smelled like a real, like a like a powder fresh room after he went. <laughs> it was, it was, it was really incredible. Incredible. Like a spring mountain morning. I will say, uh, last night, I was uh, exhausted, but I had to drop a deuce. And I had a mythic no wiper. Did you have, did you have to get out of a, a, a bed for it? Nope. Good. Right before that's one of the bed. worst feelings is we're like, oh, oh have shoot, to get out of do bed? I have to poop? But I'm really tired. I'm oh, already in bed. That's the worst. Yeah, that's awful. That's that's, that's awful. I'd rather have bone cancer. I mean, it's really. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty. T- it's a tough one. Well, because 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 part of you goes, maybe I should just see what happens. Yeah. Maybe I should fart and see if it's. But, it's for real. But you're gambling. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a gamble. You're, you're not only gambling with your shorts, you're gambling with possibly your sheets too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff big, could be bad. But I had a mythic no wiper. I was I was amazed. Huh. I was. Uh, Were you squatty potty in that shit? I was not. Uh, but you had a uh, no wiper without a proper squat. I'm telling wow. you, man. I was. I was. I was blown away. And I, I still wiped, but thank you. No need. No need. There was okay. some need. It was exceptional. Yeah. This morning was not so great, but uh, last night was. 
Last night was lovely. I have uh, I've changed my diet a little bit in the last uh, in the last few months. In so much as I I just eating a little better. Nothing nothing too uh salads I, and whatnot. Yeah, a little, a little more salads, a little sure. less a little less salts, a little little less things like that. Took right. took a couple of points from uh from old old Ray. Yeah. Right. And uh dropped a few pounds. Uh, been been pretty happy with the results. Nice. And uh but what it has done, it has thrown my pooping schedule completely off. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. And, uh, It'll re-regulate, but yeah, that'll happen. It is. It has taken much longer to re-regulate than I would have liked it to. No salt will change your bowel movements a ton. Yeah, I, I, that must be it. Yeah, because I, I go much less often. Yeah. I'm not uncomfortable or anything. Not not con, not uh, constipated or anything like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I go much less often. No, and and on no particular schedule now. Oh. Yeah, you're a man. You're a wild man now. Which doesn't, uh, you know, there's, it's not, it's not a big deal because I don't, I don't have the thing where I don't, where I don't like pooping in uh, public restrooms. Right, that's good. So I don't know why I'm saying pooping so much. I have a thing where I only prefer to poop in public restrooms. I just, uh, like, oh. I'm at home and I'd be like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta I hold gotta this go, shit. I gotta go over to. I'm gonna go get some gas or something. Yeah, uh, I just go to a neighbor's house. <laughs> hey, can I buy a cup of sugar? Oh, now that now that your door's open, can I can I use your restroom? Yeah, do you mind? Thank you. You, mind? you get that cup of sugar going for me, and I'll, uh, I'm gonna just gonna. Do you have a Do you have a paper? Do you yeah. have a newspaper? <laughs> do you mind if I? Are you reading the Sports Illustrated? Do you mind if I take this take this in here? I brought my iPad with me. Just uh, ignore that. <laughs> got some work to do. I don't know if you guys ever play word with friends, but you know I'm I'm open. I got a couple of slots up in here. I'm ready to take um, some newcomers, but uh, I'll be in here. I'll if you hear here. me talking in there, I'm just dictating an email. <laughs> I'm using Siri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's see. Uh, time for Cock versus Nerd. Paul, let's go. Yeah. Cock question number one for you. During the 2015 NBA Finals, the world got a look at LeBron James's schlong. Oh, see, oh that's, that's true. Right. That's I thought was the answer. Oh, now good. I'm fucked. Well done, scooped my pants. What was the scenario that led to him briefly hanging dong for the world? Uh, a, the camera filmed him adjusting his shorts near the bench and caught a quick glimpse of LeBron Jr., B, he was unaware that there was press in the locker room and derobed and exposed his junk before jumping out of the way. C, he wore tight pants to a post-game interview, and when he stood up, there was little left of the imagination. It wasn't the pleats. The answer is A. Uh, it did indeed. He was caught. A camera uh, filmed him adjusting his shorts uh, near the bench and caught a quick, a quick glimpse of LeBron Jr. LeBron Jr., my ass. That thing was a, a, That's a, LeBron a Senior. forest serpent. Yeah. That was a... Uh, Forest serpent. It is amazing to me if, if you ever do watch an NBA post game interview. Yeah, because they the reporters are just in the locker room and yeah. they're just a bunch of naked dudes in there. Yeah, yeah. I think actually the funniest thing was uh, 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 any given Sunday, the Oliver Stone movie. Okay, did actually show like a moment where there's a reporter in the locker room with guy and it had two giant black men with huge tree trunk cocks hanging out in the background, and it was a very funny shot in the movie but also accurate stone wanted in because it was like this is something like i don't know why more people don't know this happens but this yeah, is exactly it's what funny happens. it's weird it's weird it's just weird yeah. uh so let's see third question number one for matt in the classic cartoon futurama wait was that two questions the ball or you going one-on-one i think he's going one-on-one okay great uh in the in the classic cartoon futurama the adorable character nibbler has very useful poop what does his poop do okay hey it is not only edible, but it also tastes like chocolate. B, it is rocket fuel. Or C, it cures cancer. 
Oh, I'm going to go with A. It's not only edible, but tastes like chocolate? Yes. Incorrect. It's rocket rocket fuel. fuel. It's in fact dark matter. It's super heavy dark matter. All right, Paul, one one to bat zero. Yep. Cock question number two for you, Paul. Bring the wieners. On June 12th, 2016. Yes. The Cleveland Indians' first baseman, Juan Uribe, was carted... Juan Urethra? (laughs) Was carted off the field... I have Juan Uribe. Hey, Juan Uribe. I due to an injury down below. <gasps> what happened? Oh, I'm gonna guess he got hit and a nut ruptured. Ruptured nut. Oh wait, is it? Well, go multiple choice. It, it is not. Oh, I'm gonna say ru- ruptured nut. So he got hit uh, by what? Hit by a ball. Hit by a ball. Straight pitch, ruptured nut. Wow, Matt, you're not gonna believe this. While going for a ground ball, it popped up and hit him square in those nuts. Not the cock, but same neighborhood. He had to leave the game, not just due to pain, but a, t- a testicular contusion. Oh! I believe Paul just nailed that answer. That's correct. <laughs> well, yeah. there's not a lot that'll take you off the field. And we all know getting hit in the wiener is one thing. Yeah. Getting hit in the balls is a whole another. Oh, That's the only thing that can really... So I hate the whole fucking backhand. Oh, it's the worst. Oh. Stop that shit. Oh. No, no, no. Never played that game. I'd rather be in a silty river. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop. Who knows what that silt is? Oh. See, you say that you, you say that there's not much to take a baseball player out of a game. Well, I say they they leave that field all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, there's especially not much. If, you're a, if, you're, if you're if you're a Washington Nationals fan these days, oh, you've seen God. Strasburg walk into the uh, walk into the clubhouse more often than you've seen him pitch. Uh, yeah, I have to say, you know, not a baseball fan at all. However, very sad about uh, Fernandez. Um, oh yeah, it was tragic. Is Fernandez right? Yeah. Uh, and I just saw that clip D. where Gordon, yeah. yeah he he did a tribute at bat. And then hit a dinger. Yeah, it's just real. It's really touching. It was. It was actually the truth is that uh, uh, after the debate, my wife was in such a right. sour mood. I switched over to Sports Center while she was uh, brushing her teeth and getting ready. Yep. She came back down, and I was like, "Hey, watch this!" And I just like had her watch that, and she's like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And I was I like, had that one exact the, same. It was a it was palate the, cleanser. From, it was. It was so it was nice. I was like, "Oh yeah, humanity." Yeah, there's there's a there's a real world out there with people who give a shit about things. Yeah, I went like, back to watching the Saints game and just oh, got in a worse mood. Oh, that's much worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, third question number two for you, Matt. Going for the tie. Okay, gotta get a tie here, guys. Uh, fuck Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars Episode One. He steps in a big pile of shit and says the dumbest line of the movie. Oh no! Besides, now this is pod racing. What does he say? A. Poo poo platter. B. Icky, icky, goo, goo. C, Misa Stepsa in the Poopsa. <laughs> uh, a is my answer. You going poo-poo platter? Poo-poo platter. Oh, I'm afraid the answer is B. Icky, icky, goo, goo. Icky, icky, goo, goo. Uh, I originally wanted to do three questions each, but I guess nerds <laughs> don't poop and jocks uh, just expose themselves and injure their dicks. Proud to say I'm a bit of both. Fucking you in the face while sexting Brett Favre. That's I just scooped my pants. Oh, Thank you. I just scooped my job. pants. Scoop my pants. Paul wins. Victory. Yep. Split them this week. victory. Oh. Yep. That was due. That's a I tough was one. Due. <laughs> 
Uh, I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast. Uh, I also want to uh, uh, thank, uh, let's see, I got some I got some folks here. Paul, you got your thank yous there? I do got thank yous. What style do you want to do it here? Uh, let's do this in the style of fancy sandwiches. Fancy sandwiches. All right. I'd go for a fancy sandwich, but mm-hmm. no. I want to thank Roger uh, Edge cut off to reveal just the delicious part of the bread club sandwich. Mm. I'd like to thank Michael Ellsroth, which is just pickles on rye. Mm. I want to thank Sarah Boiled Dinner. Mm. I'd like to thank Michael Nave, which is uh, one slice of cheese melted into a regular piece of bread and then topped off with olives. Mm. I want to thank uh, Sean uh, Darty Potato Soup. I'd like to thank Nathan Christensen, which is three hot dogs, just bare three hot dogs. <laughs> I want to thank Sean, don't ask me Schmidt, just eat it. <laughs> I'd like to thank Nicholas Petty. The sandwich is a flash fried uh, hamburger bun stuffed with mayonnaise. I want to thank uh, Shayla Bullock's tea bag surprise. So delicious in your mouth. I'd like to thank Nicole, which is a coleslaw sandwich. Nicole slaw sandwich. I want to thank Steve Swenson pickled uh, dog's ear. I'd like to thank Patrick Webb, which is the heel of a loaf of French bread with a spider in it. I want to thank Ted Franowitz's actual ribs. His ribs, they're delicious. I'd like to thank Peter Romano, which is um, a piece of uh, falafel filled with Romano cheese. <laughs> I want to thank Tony Chinese Steak Cow Lee. Big thanks to Peter Hines 57 Sandwich. It's just bread and Hines 57 sauce. <laughs> Gooey. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, icky, icky, goo Travis Blaney's <laughs> Blue Oysters. Blue oysters. Uh, Peter Nackdougal, which, of course, if you know, is a can of Progresso poured into a hot dog bun. Tristan Navakshinov Jubilee, which is just cherries. Rebecca Gardner, which is, of course, the salad special. Just lettuce on a big old bun. Uh, Mustang Wally Valters. Cuban sandwich surprise. Rich Johnson, which is, of course, a foot long. Yeah. Bong. Go, Jacob. Uh, I would like to thank Sean Sullivan, Sean Mountcastle, turn the page. Sign, Sin, S I N E, Morris. Uh, full cream Cindy scoop. Morris. Cinny. Cinny Morris? Is that she, how you spell She's Cindy? old school. We haven't heard from her in a very long time. I didn't know that's how you spelled she was Cinny. Our, she was our Danish fixin'. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hey, Cinny. Good to hear from you. Uh, full cream scoop. Stephen D. Mills. Stephen Landon. Stephen Scott. Sundog. Tapio Hansen. Ted Pierce. Thomas Townley. Tim McGravy. McGarvey. Uh, Tobias Zarls. Zarls, sure. Uh, Troy Price and The Verge. Oh, and white chocolate scoop. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. If you want to be thanked by one of us on air, you can go to patreon.com slash hayscoops. You can also get uh, merchandise from us. You get access to our ringtone bank, one of our most popular rewards, where we take all the different kind of cool sound clips and put them in a secret vault under Password Co., where you can use them for ringtones or whatever you want to use for your audio pleasure. The 
teacher who <laughs> has the, the the machine sound. Yeah, calls it the students call it the quack quack man. Yeah, quack quack. They sent a really cute picture. They did a drawing of a duck. Huh? The quack quack man. Oh, nice. There That's you go. So you can get adorable. quack quack man as well as a bunch of others. You can also request uh, your I, own. Can I see that picture of a duck? Uh, I'm, yeah. Can I take it to the bathroom with me? Yeah, you can. All right, oh, Jacob, gross. you have a problem. Uh, you have a real problem. I'm not gonna let you take my phone in the bathroom. Not a problem for me. Oh, gross! Uh, as you know, when we hit above uh, four thousand four hundred forty-four dollars a month, we give out bonus content. We sure do. Yep. Uh, and it also helps our company grow, which it is, as we continue to grow listenership. So thank you so much for being a backer. Uh, as we continue to just take all the money that we raised through Patreon and reinvest it into growing uh, this into something that we can possibly do for a living. Uh, so we appreciate it very, very much. And thank you to the 405 people who are currently backing us uh, on patreon.com slash hey scoops. If you're just a listener and you don't want to give us money, fine, have it your way. But uh, no, we really appreciate that too. Please <laughs> it continue. doesn't matter. Yeah. We love it either way. We definitely super appreciate every bit of donation that comes our way. Yeah. The most important thing is the obelisk scheme. Yeah, absolutely. If you're a listener, thank you for being a listener subscriber. If you can turn one person and one other person onto our podcast, it would help us out a lot. Just one person. Yeah. And if you've already successfully or unsuccessfully completed one obelisk scheme, move on. Start another new obelisk scheme. I, yeah. I don't know about that. That's, that's, that doesn't sound like the obelisk scheme to me, but okay. No, it's yeah. multiple ob- if you obelisks. Say, uh, if you say so. Several obelisks. Right. I mean, the whole idea is the next person does their own obelisk and then on it goes. Right. Well, that's you that don't have obelisk. to do your own obelisk no, that, again. That's that, that's that particular obelisk. Ah, you get more and more pyramidy with this shit. What? No, no. no. Say I have four obelisks, but it all starts with me, and all those obelisks point towards me. If you have four obelisks and you lay them all together and yeah. point their centers in the middle, it'll look like a pyramid. What? Oh, no. no. Why would you lay an obelisk down? It'll look like a hollow pyramid. (laughs) Oh, jeez. No, Paul, you don't lay an obelisk down. It's vertical. Damn it. No, I'm saying they all come together like a four point. Oh. No, if you did that, it would. You are getting getting crazy. An obelisk teepee is a pyramid. Yes. (laughs) Um, All right. And uh, thank you to our auto mafia, our visual mafia, our data mafia, all the people who are participating in our social media. We are at Hey Scoops on every platform you can think of. Uh, we uh, you can keep the conversation going with us as well as with each other. And as more scoops continue to meet and hang out and uh, and uh, and fuck and fuck really is is the key. That's, <laughs> what, that's what we're most proud of. Yeah, getting scoops to fuck. Anytime we hear about two people that met via scoops and started fucking, oh boy, we like to hear about that. Yeah, in detail. So slow, uh, delicious, dirty detail. We haven't gotten one of those letters yet. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just haven't read them to you. Oh. oh, you filthy bastard. I just sit there with my pictures of ducks. <laughs> just imagine the two ducks meeting. Oh, man. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. All right. Thank you guys all so much for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with more nonsense for you. We'll see you soon. Get those duck pictures away from him. No, I'm just hungry. Oh, boy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Just really hungry. (laughs) Fellas, it's that time. It's time for Triple Threat. Whoa! (laughs) 
Amanda Whitaker would like a triple threat about bagels dedicated to Australia and its stinking lack of them. Wow. <laughs> Do they not have bagels in Australia? Yeah. Guess not. Guess like not. good ones, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I'll start. I like my women like I like my bagels covered in schmear. Whoa. <laughs> I like my women like I like my bagels. Jewish. 185 bagels walk into the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve bagels here. He kicks them all out and locks the door behind them. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, call me the, uh, the they call me the bagel because I'm, uh, I'm salty and uh, sitting around for a day. Mm-hmm. Mm. They call me the bagel because I'm easily fuckable. I like my women like I like my bagels with bits of raisin in them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like my women like I like my bagels. 12 at a time, but if I smile, again, I get a 13th one for free. Whoa, Ooh. yeah, Baker's Dizzon. Baker's Jizzon. Baker's Jizzon. <laughs> Billy Bob would like a song. About a topic totally in Paul's wheelhouse. Oh, boy. Loving soccer so much that you drive a 2,000-mile round trip from from Cary, North Carolina to Miami and Tampa to see your local team go Railhawks, play in two matches, and lose them both (laughs) one-nil. All right. Dedicated to all traveling sports fans that have a long and miserable journey home. Great. There is nothing worse than going to a sporting event and uh, watching your team lose. Not when you go to a long distance one, yeah. It's no, one it, like, thing to go to like the one right down the street. Oh, sure. No, I mean traveling. Yeah, 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 absolutely right. Uh, an away game when they lose, that's rough. Like if there's a, a bus or a plane involved, oh, oh boy. That's hard. Or even worse if you're just driving a long drive by yourself. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I always dream of going to the Super Bowl, but like, I don't think I want to see my own team in the Super Bowl because of the idea that I would oh, yeah. spend that kind of money and have them possibly lose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Be a heart wrencher. Although it. I don't know if, if you go to the one where Prince was playing them in the uh, halftime show, yeah. you'd be like, well, this paid for itself. Yeah. That's this, true. Or this year with the Wiggles, I would be there. I the Wiggles. That. Who was this year? <laughs> the, I don't know. I know they asked Adele. She said no. Oh, this coming year. Yeah. Oh, I don't oh, even know. Oh, about no, this someone, year. someone's already said yes to it. I just saw it the other day. Uh, I love the Katy Perry Oh, Lady Gaga's doing it. That's right. That's what it is. Oh, Lady Gaga. I would go see Lady Gaga. Yeah, because it was one that I remember liking. That'll be a hell of a show. Yeah. She knows entertainment, guys. She does. She's very talented. Because she's Jewish like a bagel. Yeah. Bagel, bagel, bagel. She's really locked in. All right, what is this song about? Uh, It's about uh, traveling and seeing your team lose. Traveling far and your team loses. And there you go. Give me something peppy. I drove so far to go see my soccer team play They lost both games but I love them anyway But this long ride home has got me thinking hard I should have stayed at home Sad in my backyard. Away games where your team gets beat are the worst thing in the world. In the world. They're even worse than going 
sky from a giant's loaded gun. Ooh. It's worse than being born on Mars and not being able to adjust to the atmosphere. It's worse than going on a hunting trip with your uncle and he mistakes you for a deer. Ow! It's worse than going to school for car repair than realizing fashion was your call. Ooh la la. It's worse than going shopping for a new pair of sneakers but finding no such store in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> list. List. That's a list song. Yeah. Enjoy. Scoop Semper Tiramisu uh, would like a song about uh, Do Not Lick the Phone Book Without Parental Consent. Ooh. Dedicated to Level 5 Scoop and your support through this difficult time. I like it. Don't lick the phone book. Is, is there something there that I'm not getting? Who knows? Okay, good. We'll find out. Keep going. I have to make a call. They used to say let your fingers do the walking. Well, tonight I'll let my tongue do the talking. I'm gonna spread your white pages and lick you up and down. I'm gonna get right in that area code. Don't make a sound. I've got your number. It's on the tip of my tongue. My beautiful phone book, baby. So yellow, so young. I'm gonna flip to your want ads because I know you want me. Let's find some Chinese food so we can go back at it again in 20. Oh yeah, lick your phone book. I'll lick your phone book, girl. I'm gonna lick your phone book Every number in the world Your listing tastes delicious Ooh, spread that page I'm gonna lick this phone book Like an animal in a cage Licking the phone book. I'm licking your phone book without parental consent. Dirty, filthy, left on the front porch for days and days. What's that? Ooh, the new phone books are here. And I am there. 
I will be. Check your phone book for openings. Check your openings for phone books. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna lick your pages, girl. Licking your phone book. Licking it all away. Licking it all away. Licking it all away. Sometimes when life gets you down, you just gotta lick a phone book. Mm-hmm. Lick that shit. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Speaking of good, that was good. And it's time to go. That's it. That's it. All right. We'll see you next week, Scoops. Thanks so much, Scoops. Big love, and uh, we'll see you soon. Don't forget to uh, check out Scoop Fest. Uh, November 11th, 12th, and 13th here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Please RSVP if you haven't done so already. Be there at Art Square. Send us uh, some dickoramas. Oh, oh yeah. dickoramas. Halloweeny dickoramas. It's in Prizes full swing. galore. Prizes galore. Don't miss out on the Halloweeny dickorama frenzy. Two uh, entrants already. That's right. And it's not even October. Right? It's coming. Oh, I'm coming. Yeah, we all are. Oh.